Welcome to episode 2 in the series of 10 with the Teapot Monk 10 episodes where the finger turns back and points at ourselves. Today's show is on the way of laughter, the subversive power of comedy in Tai Chi. Beyond the bubbles of complacency, three ten ideas to defrag mind and body. Two, one, three, zero, three. So let's just get one thing straight from the beginning. I don't mean comical in the Frankie Howard carry on up the Kyber, Bernie Hill, 40 Towers, Monty Python sense. Well, maybe a bit of Monty Python. Nor do I mean in the two Taoists and a giraffe walk into a bar and one says to the other, no, not that sort of humour either. What I mean is humour that enables, liberates, Humour that dispels tension, breaks down stuffy and artificial boundaries between people and ideologies, that dislodges stances and unbalances staged appearances. That's what I mean about the subversive power of comedy. Because a world without humour is a world without lightness of being, without self-effacement. It leaves a planet dry and barren, with an excess of seriousness, serious faces, serious expressions, serious posturing, serious music. And, and what happens when people and places take themselves too seriously? Well, I'm glad you asked. You get people like Signor M. Rajoy, Theresa May or Donald Trump in power. You get the walking dead. You get ideological stagnation. That's what you get and thank you for asking. You see, everyone and their dog can quote Lao Tzu into their manifesto or class curriculum. That's the attraction of the Tao Te Ching. But you don't chuckle when you read that book. For that, you need to visit the comical genius of Chuang Tzu. When I say comic genius, bear in mind everything is relative and when you're chatting to a Taoist you have to have a pretty broad range of comical reference points. Now I do hear you, honestly I do hear you, I know what you're thinking. You're saying to yourself, well listen, Taoism and Tai Chi are serious subjects. You possibly even went to China and studied with a grandmaster in some monastery or hermit's cave for 15 years and survived on just donkey poo and air. You wear your nice white robes and have a ponytail and are growing your eyebrows as long as you can just so everyone knows how serious an artist you are. I get it. I really do. But here's the thing. Believe me, this eyebrow thing, this this satin suit, the titles, you know, calling yourself master this or sifu that or, or worse, adopting an Asian sound name to lever credibility to your school, it's, it's not doing a lot for the future of the art. And well, to be frank, it's a bit 
comical. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. Does your Sifu have a birthday coming up soon? Now, in all sizes, the Touch ID satin suit. Yes, you heard it right. Customers, just arrived from the Far East today, this new self-ironing satin suit is the perfect gift for all creased and worn out Sifus everywhere. Wear the suit as many times as you wish, wear it to the cinema, wear it to the supermarket, or as many do, wear it just to bed. Wake up and hey presto, it's still got its important creases in all the right places. Release your novice students from the mundane task of ironing your fighting gear with the new Touch ID satin suit direct from the Teapot Monk Lab. Made of genuine sustainable organically grown bamboo leaves planted by hand on the misty banks of the Wudan Mountains, these special pyjamas, oops, sorry, satin suits now come with Touch ID buttons so no one else will slip them on without you knowing. PayPal and Bitcoin accepted. Now, back to the program. For those of you suffering from attacks of seriousness, I'd suggest going to live in Andalusia and try teaching Tai Chi there. Because for eight years, that's what I did. The people there embody noise, disruption, an absence of respect for hierarchy, hairstyles, or any pose really, or very sound qualities for people with anarchic roots. As a teacher, you soon learn to give yourself up to all of this, and you soon learn that your voice has no more importance than that of anyone else, irrespective of the length of your eyebrows. For example, you may be trying to explain the concept of sticking or the duality principle behind yin and yang, and whilst you're pondering over simple translation of Wu Wei into Andalus, you become aware that most people have wandered off to the loo, broken open a packet of chocolate digestives and are handing them around while someone is showing the rest of the class a YouTube video of their three-week-old kitten. Worse still, they're not even looking at you. You, the enlightened one, you up there on your stage, you with your ponytail neatly tied back and your satin suit ironed just that morning. You have to learn to adapt under such very unnorthern cultural conditions. You must learn to yield and you must learn above all else to laugh with people and to step off your pedestal for they are there to teach as well as to be taught. Stepping off your pedestal is greatly advised as it only alienates your movements anyway. Get down there amongst everyone and get your hands dirty. Okay, now back to the advantages of humour and comedy over eyebrow lengths and bragging about lineage in traditional schools. Humour leads to self-effacement. Lineage stories and eyebrows just lead to cul-de-sacs. And it's here that the really effective skills reside. Comedy is a far greater tool to possess than a lethal front kick. Comedy is disruptive. For comedy says, hang on a moment, just listen to yourself. None of this is real. It's all just one way, one perspective, one stance. As much as we might like to think that we are teaching or learning is of such global importance, it really isn't. Most people in the world will never try a class of Tai Chi, especially with you, no disrespect, but statistically, it ain't gonna happen. And you know what? They'll get by just fine as they are. But it's not just a means to lighten an atmosphere. Embracing comedy enables you to commentate from another angle. Shakespeare used comedy to critique the establishment. Comics see the tragedy of their times. Think John Stewart, think Russell Brand, think Monty Python. Think 
One last thing, that classic philosophical parody by the Teapot Monk in all good Amazon stores. Whoops, bit of a personal plug there, but intentionally so, as the book was trying to do exactly what I'm talking about here by taking our cherished history and blowing it up into small and ludicrous pieces so that we may reinterpret personal histories, distorted timelines and regurgitated words. One last thing was an attempt to debunk the frowns and scowls from certain quarters of the Tai Chi community, debunk the movement of serious internet memes and slogans, because only comedy and humour allows us to do this, to let up, to relax a little. And if you're lucky enough to have hair, let it down a little. So, learn to laugh in your class. It's a precious tool for learners. They will love you for it. It means they don't have to always be right, always be correct, always be on time, always be in attendance, always be attentive to your every word. And neither do you. One last thing is available on Amazon or part of the Teapot Monk Gumroad bundle. Finally, want to support the podcast, visit patreon.com slash teapotmonk and find out how. That's it for today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening and see you next month on the tip.